What's going on, everybody? Welcome on into Plumsters DFS Picks on this Friday morning um, at the end of April. So today, um, after the first round of the draft last night, which I don't know, a lot of a lot of silly stuff happened in my opinion. Jacksonville taking, trying to make Trevor Lawrence happy, I guess, taking his running back when they already have one. Um, I don't know. Some silly stuff happened, in my opinion. But, either way, we're going to talk baseball here. I'm already annoyed of the NFL, to be honest with you. Um, and a guy like Mac Jones falling to New England. I don't know, Justin Fields not being the... Should have been the second quarterback taken, not the fourth. And going to Chicago. I don't know. They're, these teams... Ridiculous! They over they overvalue things that don't matter, and undervalue what actually happens on the field. In my opinion, anyway, let's go to a real sport like baseball because football already, like I said, I'm annoyed with it. What we're gonna look at today is a 6:35 um, showdown slate between the St. Louis Cardinals and the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, this is the only um, early game before the main slate. There's no afternoon game because Chicago is on the road. But normally on Fridays at home in Wrigley, Chicago will play at 2.20 or something of that nature. But today that is not the case. So let's take a look here. Um, in the utility spot, most expensive guy in the slate, Paulie Goldschmidt, batting 224, three homers, 17 ribbies. Yeah, he's not really worth this price tag, but nobody really is on this slate, so you got to price somebody up, and they chose Paulie Goldschmidt. Um, he's fine. He'll be a, he'll be in play in Pittsburgh stacks, or uh, St. Louis stacks. Um, it's going to be hard to get to him in the captain spot at that price, but he definitely has a power upside, but it's only going to be in the low 60s tonight in Pittsburgh. Little chance of rain during the afternoon. Um, but it should clear up by game time, so there should be no weather issues here. But it's not amazing hitting weather by any means. Um, next up is JT Brubaker. He's been pretty good this year with a 2.02 ERA, 2-1, 23 Ks. And uh, overall, man, he's probably been Pittsburgh's overall best starter. Um, he throws righty, uh, and St. Louis is a right-handed heavy lineup. So we're going to get some JT Brubaker here. Uh, St. Louis... Hasn't been that great this year, um, hasn't shown much power, and has some strikeout upside in this uh, lineup. So we're going to get to quite a bit of J2 Brewbreaker on this slate, um, captain spot and utility, um, and uh, we might pair him up a little bit with the next pitcher we're going to get to on the St. Louis side, um, who's been pitching better of late. Next up is Tommy Edmond, probably will lead off. Real not, not much power here, a little stolen base upside though. Um, hits for average 275, um, but not much RBI upside either, betting the leadoff spot. So at 10 2, uh, Tommy Edmond leading off is in play, um, but again, going to be tough to get to at that price. Nolan Arenado, 10K, struggling sort of since he's come over from Coors, which no surprise there. Um, kind of disappointing, 247 batting average, four homers, 13 ribbies. Uh, it's just going to be a while, take a while for him to get used to playing outside of cores in my opinion um but overall for the long term i like him i'm on this slate 10k that's a tough price tag and in a right on right matchup uh, 
Tommy Edmund, I like a little more for $200 more with the platoon advantage as a switch hitter. Johnny Gant, 9,800. He's 2.25 ERA, 1 and 2 with a 101.55 whip. He doesn't really strike out many guys. um, But other than that, man, he's pitched great at home against Cincinnati last time. He put up a 24-pointer, six innings pitched, only three hits allowed, um, five Ks. So he's he's been impressive, man. Uh, we're gonna get to some JT Brubaker. There's um, honestly, surprisingly, as kind of bad as the lineup is in Pittsburgh, they just don't strike out a whole lot. So there is a little bit of a capped upside there, but they just aren't overall great hitters. So I don't know. He's not gonna blow anybody away, but he definitely is gonna get some out. So there's gonna be a lot of two pitcher stacks here for me because I kind of see this game being like a three to two or a four to two two to one type of game here um so we're definitely going to have to get to both these pitchers in the utility spot and captain them uh quite often brian reynolds is next um he's been hitting great this year batting 287 with only two homers but he does walk quite a bit and never really strikes out and he bats third in this lineup so he will he's a first pittsburgh bat and he's probably my favorite pittsburgh bat Plus, he has a platoon advantage um, uh, as a switch hitter. Next up is Colin Moran, who is probably the biggest strikeout um, bat in this lineup, definitely. Uh, Lefty, so he'll bat clean up here um, with the right on left. Uh, Definitely big power upside. He's been hitting for average this year, starting pretty hot. So Colin Moran will be in play. They moved him over to first base once Josh Bell left. I think that's helped him. Um, not have to worry so much uh, about playing defense. He can just focus on hitting. Um, Paul DeYoung, uh, 8,800, probably bat sixth, um, right on right. I don't really like it that much. Uh, DeYoung has a little power upside, but his average has gone to gone right in the toilet, batting 173. Um, they're not happy with his play. I think they've been looking for a shortstop for a while. I'm kind of surprised they, if they were, I didn't know about it too much. I heard they were interested in Frankie Lindor. They never pulled the trigger. Um, they pulled the Arenado move instead of the Lindor move. So, I don't know. I thought maybe Lindor would be a better option for them. Brian Hayes is obviously still on the I.L., which is disappointing. I was really excited to see that kid this year. Um, Adam Frazier, 8,400, is next. He should probably lead off for them. Batting 301. He has no power upside whatsoever. So, at that price... His upside is capped, but he does have a little bit of stolen base upside, um, and he does hit for average. Yadi Molina is on the IL, so that'll be an interesting to see who catches for um, St. Louis. So that'll be something, maybe a cheap option down the line we could find. Uh, Phillip Evans hasn't been too too great, uh, batting 235, four homers. Has a little power upside. He'll probably bat fifth, somewhere in the middle of that lineup. Um, 8K, that's a little bit steep, but we'll get to him. We can get to him in Pittsburgh stacks for sure. Um, Dylan Carlson, switch hitter, so I like that. He's batting for some average too, which I was worried about. I thought he'd be big power, low average type of guy. But he's batting 286. He only has three homers, but I like him a lot. Um, not just today, but just down the line. I think he's going to be a, a big-time bat um, for the Cardinals for a long time. Um, Kevin Newman, probably going to bat the two-hole here. Um, he's been terrible this year, only batting 190. And at that 7,600 price tag with no power upside, it's going to be tough to get to for me. Um, 
so that's probably going to be more of towards a fade. Um, Jacob Stallings hitting for some pretty good average. Not sure how much I'm going to get to him as a catcher at 7,400, but he definitely will be a contrarian option for tournaments. Um, so we'll see. Edmondo Sosa, um, he's been playing a little more uh, lately. Um, not a whole lot of interest at 7,200. Does have steel upside, but not not all that interested in him. Eric Gonzalez, former Indian, batting 243. Uh, they'll probably bat him in the six hole, five, six hole, somewhere like that. Um, but his price tag's nice, 7K. Definitely some value, so we can pay up for some pitchers and a big stud, stud bat. Uh, he's not terrible. He's uh, He'll be in play. It's right on right, though. Um, Gregory Polanco, probably going to bat in the seventh or eighth hole. Um, he's kind of fallen off. He was a pretty high prospect and whatnot. Um, I don't know. I don't have a whole lot of interest in Polanco. Uh, right on left, but at his price tag, we're going to have to get to some of him. Uh, he's only batting 215 on the season. Uh, he does strike out. Uh, he's Him and Colin Moran strike out quite a bit. Tyler O'Neill, interesting. Uh, he's been injured on and off this season, but uh, he does have some pop, so we're going to have to get to some Tyler O'Neill um, at 6,600. I'm guessing it's Andrew Kniser that starts for the Cardinals at catcher. Um, he is batting 300. Um, never hate a cheap catcher, but 6,400 is not that cheap. So we'll have to see. Um, don't have a whole lot of interest. Austin Dean, been playing every day um, in the outfield. Uh, not doesn't do a whole lot at the plate. Um, probably going to bat at the bottom of the order. Um, just got to have a little interest because he's cheap, but I wouldn't expect a whole lot from him. Matt Carpenter, batting under 100 on the season. Uh, he just seems washed. Um, since those long, old World Series run teams um, with pool holes and whatnot, this yeah, it's just, I don't know. I don't know how much longer this guy can stay in the lineup the way he's hitting. So no real interest there. Todd Frazier in Pittsburgh. Um, he's batting 59. Um, that's terrible. Uh, he did have a nice game last time out. If he cracks the lineup, he does have that power upside, but I think he's just washed as well. We'll have to see, though. Justin Williams batting 169. Yeah, he has a left-on-right platoon advantage, but, I mean, just for a cheap bat, he'll be in play um, at the bottom of the lineup, but he will be a pinch-hit risk as well. Not a big fan uh, overall, Justin Williams. Um, I don't know. As we go down here, there's really nobody else that really stands out to me. I guess Harrison Bader, but he was activated from the IL, uh, so he might take, like, say, take the playing time of an Austin Dean away. Um, this will be his first game of the season. Um, Fowler for Pittsburgh, I think, was DFA'd. So he's no longer, yeah, he was. So he's no longer an option. So, yeah, there's really, there's really nothing else here. These are pretty, two pretty bad overall offenses, in my opinion. Um, so this is just, to me, a load up on pitching slate and hope to find the two or three runs each team scores. Um, in your lineup, uh, so I would. This is a pretty easy one for me. Um, get your lineups in by 6:35. Uh, like I said, it's the only early game before the main slate starts, so uh, you'll have time to get your lineups in and then uh, build some lineups for the main slate tonight. So have a good one. Um, enjoy the second night of the draft. Um, this game, like I said, should be low scoring. In my opinion, the weather's not ideal for hitting.
So let's get to some JT Brubaker and Johnny Gant. All right, guys, have a good Friday.